Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane. Yep, I I'm Rick it. Romlick. I knew it. <laughs> I just, just said it. Name. I did. I just said it. I'm Rick Romlick. Oh, man. I just said it real clear. Yep, I'm Rick Romlick. Rick? Yeah. Rob? Have you caught the COVID? Yeah. I have, it, I have it right now. Probably should have made me aware of that before coming over. You never asked before you came over. You just said, I'm coming you know, over to your house. Good point. We're all in quarantine. You make a good point. We're all, like, the whole this country's really in lockdown. Fault. And Rob's like, hey, man, I'm coming over. Like, all right, well. That's not how it went. Hopefully you enjoy COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, so um, I we talked about COVID-19 two weeks ago. Not I mean, not quite two weeks ago, time of this recording. So I need, I need to clarify. It is Saturday, May yeah. 21st, because I say that because we recorded literally the night before the episode dropped. And by the time the episode dropped, the information right. was still out of date on the COVID-19 stuff. Yeah, that's how this stuff, but everyone knows that at this point. I know, but it's, it's just like, man, it's fluid. it changes so fast. And so it's Saturday, May 21st when we're recording this. Yeah. Chances are the stuff we're going to say, by, or chances are by the time you hear this on Wednesday, right? things will have changed greatly. Yeah. So with that being said, um, what I said in that coronavirus COVID-19 episode that we did yeah, two weeks ago at the time this drops... Um, where we were predicting what mm-hmm. will happen. And I said, yeah, I think like by April, May, this thing will be old news. Yeah, I think that was a pretty foolish response. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, you want to talk about a whiff on that one. I, uh, Swing and a miss. And who it's knows, right. maybe something wild will happen. Maybe maybe things will maybe we'll really take a turn uh, for the better. But uh, at this point, yeah. it looks like that prediction was about as far off as I could have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. You'll have that sometimes, Rob. When you're when you're just doing, you know, you're a big public figure and you're always out there producing content and you're saying stuff in front of there's massive crowds. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, you're bound to say something wrong you eventually. Know what? That's so true. So give yourself a little bit of grace on that. <laughs> but yeah, it obviously things are um, developing very rapidly. Um, things are yeah. very fluid. As of now, Ohio has not been good. Um, Locked down, and we have not been locked down yet, as far as like shelter in place and all that. Several states have. It probably will be by by Wednesday. Illinois has, Pennsylvania Um, has. I think California. The daycares will be shutting down. I think in the the days to come. So, yeah, I was I was on a, a, a conference call yesterday with some chaplaincy stuff that I do, and they were saying best models they have. Saying we will peak, this will peak in May. Um, that's the the most optimistic, and um, some of the other models are saying it it won't peak until the fall um, or early winter, which would be devastating. Wow. Um, I mean, it's all devastating anyway, and yeah. it's kind of this odd thing where we we don't realize how often people just die of you know, car accidents and just the flu, and and so those things happen all the time, and um, Yet, you know, there's been one death in Ohio, and it feels like the whole state's been shut down. Yeah. But it's like, but there's only one person who has, who has contracted it, and it's severe enough that they die. But we know, obviously, now that that's not the point. The problem is that it's, it will spread. I mean, Italy has now surpassed China in deaths Yep. Um, because of just how rampantly it, it has spread. And so the big, the best thing is for people just to kind of 
have as minimal contact as possible. Um, not that you stop your life. Some people actually have to if they're high risk. Um, but you just really try to, to keep to yourself in a lot of ways physically, but not emotionally. You don't disconnect, you know. There's all those jokes about introverts, like this is their dream come true. Um, preparing this for their whole lives. Right, right. And, and, and there, there's probably some truth to that because they enjoy more the, the quietness and the time themselves. But even introverts need people. They need to be around people and have that connection. Yep, yep. But today we're going to talk about um, the church in COVID-19. Hold on, hold on. I want to say, I want to say something funny. About, oh, this oh. Is, this is definitely not PC politically correct but it, it's nonetheless surprise, really surprise. funny <laughs> you were talking about the one death in ohio which is you're not gonna make fun of them. no not at all i was okay. gonna say that that's not at all what i'm making fun of wow. um devastating well, that, that like, was your lead right there i know which is you, a like, terrible everyone's lead. Throwing, this is really bad radio thrown off now <laughs> like hey i'm gonna make a joke okay listen no, no, no. Joke. it's not politically <laughs> correct to, okay i need to reel this back you know the person who died no. Not what I'm saying. I'm I'm really intrigued. Let's hear the joke. Um, Audience, so they, let's hear this. They release new stats every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so yesterday, they did announce, mm. sadly, that there has been one death. But they follow that with there are now 169 cases, 69 of which are women, 100 of which are men. And I saw some meme um, that said, "Okay, so X amount of cases. This is how many are men? This is how many are women?" They're like. It's amazing to me how the 57 other genders have been able to avoid this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, eyebrows raised like, oh shoot. Um, so if very you're, funny, if but you're not, if also you're not, not politically um, correct. So, What's the term? Um, no, if you're just a regular male or female, there's a term for that in the whole LGBT, non-binary. Oh, I don't know. If you're, you know. I don't know what it is. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about the church. We're going to talk about how the church responds, um, what this church look like. Uh, it's unique for um, as as a pastor to think through how you shepherd people. But um, you know, technology is amazing. You know, this we didn't have technology like this um, during you know the the plagues throughout history. Yeah. So we're seeing a, a unique kind of take on things. So, yeah, for sure. Are you yeah. going? Yeah. You want to keep so, going? Keep so we, going. we talk a lot at, at our church, and even I think a lot of churches talking about gathering and scattering. And We gather together as the body, and we, we do this to, to practice um, body life, to be together for worship and music and teaching and fellowship and to partake and observe the ordinances. Um, we do this because we're commanded to, because it's good for our soul. And they're talking about the church, you know, scatters throughout the week the, to encourage each other, um, hang out, get together, to do evangelism and discipleship, um, as well as just being light in dark places where they work, with their yep. families, at school, all these things. Um, well, now we're kind of seeing all that flipped, and we're thinking the question, how, Social do, distancing. how, do, right, how does the church gather, even though it's scattered yeah quote-unquote gather so what, what are you guys doing at proclamation we're not you, got, you guys gathered last week probably yeah. one i mean I'm, i would imagine you're in the, you were in the minority on that did you receive any pushback from the congregation or anything like that no i mean we we told people hey like if you you missed the trash can great um Rick just wiped his all, nose. And all the all the it. listeners are like, "Okay, Rick, you missed the trash can. That's Rick, great." Rick wiped, wiped his nose, and the um, trash can's literally at his feet, and he tossed it and missed it. Well, it's under my desk, and I wasn't looking. Yeah, so well, let me give some context I there, Rob. Um, Rob's the ultimate legalist. Stop it. It's true. 
<laughs> not true. So what we yeah we gathered last week, um, and one we're we're very small. We're a church plant, um, and I think Meager actually church plant, eight hundred people. Ch- <laughs> yeah, or one of those like, oh, we're a church plant, just trying to get going. Got one hundred twenty people. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Anyway, um, yeah, so we gathered last week, which was great, and then we made the call on Tuesday morning, hey, we're going to suspend or cancel all gatherings for the church. So what we're going to do, our community groups that meet through the week, we will do those via Zoom, um, and we will obviously shorten those up time-wise. Now, for, for and Zoom intrigued is, minds out there yeah. who are more technologically inclined... Finley wants to be on the podcast. She's joining in. You guys can hear her in the background. Um, so for those out there who are like, oh, like I said Google Hangouts for everybody. Why Zoom? And I see a lot of stuff for Zoom. I feel like Zoom's caught like a really, their business is probably doing great right now with all of this stuff. However, why why did you choose Zoom instead of Google Hangouts? Just a real practical question. I don't, you think people are actually like legit wondering? I, I bet there's one or two people out there like myself who would who would wonder that. I think it's easier. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so we'll do we'll do Zoom and for our CGs, our community groups, and we'll shorten those up in time, obviously, and um, do a lot. We'll probably just have some theological conversation and, and prayer, just a lot of kind of checking in. The, the big thing is we don't know how long this is going to go, right? So we want to begin to use. Zoom uh, right away so people can kind of learn it and get used to it. And if it's going to be a f- several weeks, begin to, to be more comfortable with it. So I uh, think, I think, yeah, Zoom, if it's over <laughs> two people, like three or more, back yeah. to the Zoom question, um, you can only have meetings last up to 40 minutes. That's why your meeting last night got cut off. It's, it's the free version. In. Yeah. Yeah. So why not do like Google Hangouts or something else where you can go as long as you want, as many people as you want? Because it's easier. It doesn't sound easier though. That's why I'm intrigued. Like I like Zoom. We've used Zoom for. Uh, why are we having podcasts. an argument about Zoom on our know. podcast? I'm just intrigued to know the church. Why everyone's on the <laughs> Zoom train? <laughs> Google has actually I, paid me to to inject I, this I into could, our. I couldn't tell you the last time I was on a Google Hangout. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't used it, so I feel much more comfortable. And for our CG leaders and even our, our people to learn how to use it, it's just super intuitive. It is. Zoom's so, great. I, I do like Zoom. I'm just intrigued. <laughs> just trying you to understand why. You keep saying intrigued. I feel like the word is actually like a little chapped. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not chapped. Zoom's great. Zoom's been good to me. I'm, I've always known, like, associated Zoom with, like, slightly better audio quality, but... You have that 40-minute limit if you're over two people. And so I'm thinking like life groups, community groups, like even churches that are trying to do a meeting in the morning, mm-hmm. why are you using Zoom if there's a 40-minute limit? Everyone's going to be kicked off and then sign back on. You're going to lose people in the process. I, don't know, so, I also don't know the capacity of excuse me, of Google Hangout. I think it – I mean, it might not be unlimited, but I think it's more than – Because Zoom, you can have up to 100 yeah, but you're limited fall. to 40 minutes unless you pay for it, which maybe maybe churches are just paying for it. I don't know. That could be the case. All right. Anyway, back to stuff that matters because no one's actually on the <laughs> listening and concerned about this. <laughs> That's so true, man. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do Zoom through uh, the week. And then for Sunday mornings, um, we're not quite sure. We're going to hopefully send our people a video um, of the sermon, um, if not at least audio. And we are going through First Peter, which is um, it's a really, First Peter is all about like hardship and trials, 
and and Poor persecution. Providence is good, man. And, yeah, and we're not in persecution right now, but definitely some hardship and unique things going on. And I just remember praying about the First Peter, praying about Lord, do we? You know, is this the book we preach through? What do you have for us? And thinking, man, there's a lot of like hard things. Like, if we get into this book, like, what's the Lord preparing us for? Yeah. And uh, sure enough, like He knew. So, yep. We'll be doing that. We might. I don't think we're a small church. We could potentially do a full-on Zoom call with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't try that this Sunday. We might try it in the future. The thing that we have to be mindful of is people who are not um, as... It, it's more difficult for them to log in and stuff and be yeah. mindful of that. Um, so that's what we're doing with, with the like, quote-unquote gathering things. We're trying to call people regularly, talking to them. I'm really encouraging our people to call each other, talk to each other, yeah, be the check body. in, how, how, how's everyone doing, just pray. Um, it's ironic. I think people, just the art of like, and some people, some people are better at this than others, so that's fine. But just having a conversation about life, like just call, talk to them for five minutes, just for the sake of calling them and talking to them for five minutes about whatever, just making that contact. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. So um, before we really dive in here, Rick, just want to make sure, are the cattle okay? Are the cattle back in, I mean, every, everything okay? You had to leave abruptly last episode. Listeners are probably wondering, yeah, gonna, how are the cattle? I really wanted to do like a whole like Instagram update with that, but I don't have the password because Rob's scared. Yeah, because you're holding on to some old photos of me that I'm very nervous that if you get access to the Instagram, you're going to post those right up. I gave you my word I wouldn't. I gave you. Okay, I, you listen, guys heard listen, it here. Listen, listeners, Robert knows this. I told him, I said, I would not post anything without his approval. Now, obviously, that's Oh, you can post other stuff. Rob's a control freak. Just don't but publicly shame me. No. Rob, if I wanted to shame you, I would just post them on my own Instagram or Facebook and tag you in it and tag that's Simple true. Theology. That's true, man. You make a good point. Maybe I should trust you. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> okay, let's get going here. Um, so we are talking about the church and its response to COVID-19, mm-hmm. the coronavirus. Yeah. And Rick, you helpfully um, laid out that the church gathered is a way to practice body life. I mean... The, the church being the assembly, the congregation, and we gather on the Lord's Day because that was, I mean, we talked about it in the last episode, that was the habit in the New Testament to gather on the first day of the week to remember what happened on the first day of the week, which was Christ's resurrection, his victory over death and over sin. And that is now imputed to those who have embraced him as their master, as their treasure, as their Lord, as their savior. And so, therefore, we gather to remind one another of the good news that we are in Christ. So, first and foremost, we've talked about how the Lord's Day gathering is first for God to make much of Him, then it's for uh, the the saints to encourage one another towards love and good works, and then it's for non-believers so that we can have an apologetic and uh, evangelize by sharing the gospel. And we certainly don't only evangelize in the church, but that is a great way to evangelize, to have them come and hear the gospel and see the body life. And then, as you said, the church get, or scatters, and so we go throughout our week, and we don't stop being the church. The church, the old cliche, church isn't a building, it's a people. And that's true. And so the church doesn't stop on Sunday. The church continues on, and we just are scattered and trying to be uh, lights on a hill wherever the Lord has placed us. And so in this particular time in history, very strange time, we are gifted 
that as we are scattered and we can't physically gather, we can still kind of gather. We still have the ability to be in touch with one another, whereas years past, whether that's um, decades, we couldn't just pick up a cell phone, or centuries, you Mm -hmm. couldn't pick up a phone at all. You would have to hop on your horse and carriage and travel down If you had one. If you had one, or walk. I mean, we are gifted to be going through this when we are. And there are still countries that are... Um, not developed countries that still experience some of those hardships, but we in the West are, are, we have so many tools to where we can still in a way gather. And so we're talking about, there's a lot of churches who are saying, Hey, we're doing zoom calls. Hey, we're mm-hmm. going to record, um, not Google hangout calls. Yeah. Not Google hangout far be it from them, but we're going to record, a a sermon, we're going to post it up and Facebook um, Live it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we just wanted to talk about um, <laughs> some of some of the responses that churches are doing, mm-hmm. and just to help them, to help us, to help them, whatever, to help you think through it deeply. And we certainly don't want to bind consciences where the scriptures haven't bound your conscience, uh, but to at least think through it deeply. So, Rick, let me ask you this: Ask me, ask me, what do you got? Um, is online church possible? Define church. So, great question. And we didn't prep for this. I was, I was mm. actually um, interested to see how you'd respond there. So, church, I will define it. <laughs> In the New Testament is uh, mentioned 108 times, at least That's according to the Logos. Not a definition. Logos Bible. Sorry, I'm getting to it. Okay. Um, Greek word is ekklesia. 100% of the time that the word church is used, it's this Greek term, ekklesia. And with that... Which we get our word ecclesiology. Yep. Thank you. Nicely done. That was good. I wasn't even thinking about that. You almost spit your coffee out there. Yeah, it was just funny the way you said that. So, um, way to go, Rick. Way to make a connection on the good radio. Good job, buddy. Live and in person. Didn't even have notes. <laughs> so proud of you. So, ecclesia um, is defined as church, assembly, congregation. So, the um, ecclesia is a gathering. It's an assembly. It's a congregation of people. And so, every time it's used, it's referring to the body of Christ in a local context coming together. So mm-hmm. with that definition... That's not a definition. <laughs> well, it's... I don't have... Okay, okay let me, so let me see the, if I can find a formal so the, definition We'll here. just say, like, the, the it's, a lo, it's okay, all local believers I got, I got assembling you. together. Yeah, that's good. And then, But then Baker in Encyclopedia of the Bible would say, church is a group or assembly of persons called together for a particular purpose. I like it. So... I think... Um, by definition, if the church is an assembly of people gathering together, yep. Um, and if you're gathering, so, if you're watching something on your your computer screen or your TV screen, your phone, you're not gathering. Yeah. So some churches. So the parallel would be if you're if you're watching a video on your phone of a concert, you're not at the concert. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's you're not that, I mean, you're watching it, yeah. but you're not participating in it. You're not at the concert. Yeah. So some churches, instead of saying their church service starts, um, they'll say our gathering starts. And they'll, because they're trying to the, like theologically 
think through how are we viewing what's happening here. The mm. church hasn't started a service that's like a and if you use the term service, that's fine. I'm not at all dogging that. But some some churches said we're going to use gathering because we want to emphasize that we are still the church even when we're scattered. Mm-hmm. Just at this particular moment, we are gathering. So, um, if there is that inherent assembly happening, mm-hmm. then, as you said, is online or as you kind of went into, I'm just trying to get a, a more of a mm-hmm. formal answer out of you, which I think listeners and myself probably already know where you're going but is online church possible um so if there are churches out there yeah i'm just thinking through like if you do zoom yep right you are physically not in person but everyone is gathered and everyone can respond and interact yep but it is much it's diminished greatly yes because only one person can respond at a time you cannot you know, um, share communion in the same way you would. You cannot yep. baptize someone the same way. Yep. But yet, you theoretically, everyone could do that together at the same time. And so I would say, I, I just want to be careful not locking into one or the other. Yeah, I don't say, buy yeah, consciences. Or I would say that it's not, it's definitely um, not at all the pattern we see in Scripture. And if it, if it's absolutely if it's absolutely necessary to do it that way, then do it that. That's better than doing nothing. But don't yeah don't click into a Zoom call or just watch like the live stream. And those are very different things yeah. in of themselves. And say hey, I went to church today. Yes. You know, um, you. It's hard. We just we've never been in this territory before. It, and that, so that's we're all the working thing. through theological things on this. Um, but I would just say like. In a sense, you're you're meeting with, you're gathering on an emotional level, intellectual level. You're talking, you're seeing, you're participating together with them, but you're not assembled together. Yeah. So, in the fullest sense of the word, church mm-hmm. requires a physical gathering. Yeah. Just trying to lay a baseline definition, like full sense of the word, ordinary. This is what church is. There is a physical gathering. Now, in light of the COVID nineteen stuff. Are churches being unfaithful by not gathering? Is that the question? To yeah, me? I'm, I'm asking you that question. No. Okay, um, I agree with you. Flesh that out a little bit for listeners. Mm, let us flesh that flesh out. Flesh it out. Great word during a pandemic, Robert. It's not a, a flesh-eating pandemic. Mm. We don't know that yet. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was seeing some stuff, and they were like, two, this is me two weeks from now, and it's a picture of Will Smith walking down an empty road from I Am, I'm, I am Legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You never know. That whole thing started with a cure to cancer, and like we got a cure, and then people started going crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would say that there is people are not um, forsaking the gathering, and and that's a key part, especially yes. in the passage in Hebrews. We're not forsaking the, the assembly of the body. We're simply saying, a it's um, we are loving people well by taking a very short absence from the gathering. Yep. So uh, and, and we're honoring our government. Yeah. So right. so hit pause on the loving people well. Okay. Um, by by not gathering for a, a season. Now before you do that, you mentioned the, the passage in Hebrews. I love how you tell me to resp- answer your question and then I answer it. And yeah. You're like you're not satisfied with even the way I'm answering. Well, the question. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. <laughs> Peel back layers. 
for okay. listeners. So mm-hmm. you mentioned a passage in Hebrews, which yeah. is Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, which mm-hmm. I will read. It says, and let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other all the more as you see the day approaching. So it says, not neglecting to gather together. And so in this particular moment in history, you said it is actually loving our neighbors to what may appear to be neglect gathering together. Yeah. So help help listeners think through that. Um, Peeling back the layers. You're loving your neighbor because you don't want to spread the sickness to them, so you're not going to gather for a few weeks until the illness is passed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very simple. It's the same thing you do when you have the flu or you're homesick. You're not forsaking the gathering because you're not sinning because you're not going to church. No, you're sick, right? Mm-hmm. And A, you don't, you, you don't want to spread that to people. That's very unloving. Um, and then B, you're not in any physical place to, to participate with the body. So you're going to stay home. Now, you might need prayer. You need to follow James 5 and the elders and confess your sin and all that. That could be a reality as well. But invite them into your home. You know what? When you're sick, you don't go. You're not forsaking the gathering. You're just sick. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay, good. Now, which one did I put pause on? Do I do we hit play on that one already? Did we play that? Yeah, you just played it out. Okay, okay. That was good. That was good. Okay, good. Are there any going up, coming back up from that deep dive that we hit paused on? Um, dude, I don't know. I'm so disoriented right now. <laughs> I don't know which way's up and which way's north. <laughs> okay, so but what we're getting at... Um, and Rick, you did a great job. Thanks, Rob. Following I, my I appreciate pause. That. Wait, go. Oh. <laughs> um, is that is that look like it's not sinful right now for churches to neglect gathering mm-hmm. because it's for a short period of time. Here's a question, Robert: Is it sinful for churches to keep gathering? I would need more details. So, a church like yours, for instance, smaller yeah. gathering. Yeah. Um. Would it be sinful if we gathered this Sunday? No, I don't think so. Would it be sinful for a church of 500 to gather this Sunday? I don't think it would be sinful. It just may not be prudent at this time. And it might be more loving towards neighbors to say, for your sake, for our sake, we're not going to gather. We long to gather. We desire to gather. We are by no means neglecting it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. for the love of our neighbor, the love of our community love for one another and trying to prevent the COVID-19 virus from spreading, we are going to hit pause on our public gatherings with the full intention of coming back together, Lord willing, as soon as possible. Yeah. No, I think think it's good. I just think that people, two things that need to be loving and respectful for their their neighbors and for their congregation, and also um, honoring the government. Like, the government is not singling yeah, churches point. out. They're not saying, hey, yeah. churches, you can't meet. Everyone else, you're fine. Churches, you can't meet. Yep. You know, there's some people saying, oh, they're persecuting the church. You know, my First Amendment. Like, none of that's happening. Mm-hmm. Could it be happening in, you know, years down the road? Well, sure, it could happen, but it's definitely not happening now. Yeah. Um, so you need to be respecting them. And also, as First Peter writes in Chapter 2 about honoring and respecting the government, he's writing that in Rome, right? two people under Roman rule. Hmm. These are not good, righteous, God-fearing people. These are wicked rulers. And he's saying, listen, honor and obey them. Yeah. And uh, so we just need to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. All right. So 
with that, how do we as how do we try to be the church? Uh, we talked about the gathering yep. Sunday morning. We're talking about how that works. How else can the church encourage and function in the midst of um, the inability to, to physically assemble or even hang out? Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of good things of just reaching out to one another, encouraging one another, checking in on one another. If you have older members of your church, man, let them know. Hey, I'll, I'll get your groceries. I'll. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and um, I'll pick up prescriptions for you, if possible. I don't know. I'm, I'm overthinking this. I don't know if you could pick up someone else's prescription. But regardless, yeah, maybe. I don't Certain, know. Like right now, they're, they're kind of bending the rules on a lot of that. Okay, okay. Of the situation we're Either in. way, I'm overthinking it. But just be willing to go to the grocery store for them, to go pick stuff up for them, to just call them, let them know that you're thinking about them, you're praying about them, praying for them. Um, just that's one way that you can be the church and bear one another's burdens during this time um, with church. Now, you can also do that with your neighbors right? just yeah. as a way of saying, hey, like, I love you. Um, the the love that Christ awkward, has shown me you compels I mean? me to reach out to you. Um, not that you necessarily have to, like, say it that way, oh, but, okay. but just let them know, like, hey, like, I want to... There's a really good um, little thing that you could create where it's just a, a paper and it says, um, what does it say? Hello, if you are self-isolating, I can help. My name is, and then there's a blank, you just fill in your name. My name is. My name is. My name My name is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it says, I live locally at, and you put your address if you feel comfortable to let your neighbor know, like, hey, that's where I live. I'm not some weirdo walking through the neighborhood. Like, I literally live right down the road from you. Um, my phone number is. And then it says, my church is. So you can just kind of let them know, like, hey, I'm a follower of Jesus. I attend this church, and we're just trying to love you. And then it says, if you are self-isolating due to the COVID-19, I can help with. And then there's little boxes you can check, like picking up groceries or a friendly phone call or picking up mail or urgent supply, whatever it is. And then Mm -hmm. it's just a little thing you can just put on your neighbor's door or you can knock and hand to them, whatever it is. Um, You can just let them know, hey, I live here. Here's my number. I'm happy to help. I, I'm a follower of Jesus. I go to this church. This is what. This is the reason I want to reach out to you, just to let you know that that I want to be a good neighbor, and I also just want to show you that I love you by by my actions and help protect you from potentially going to these places and catching the coronavirus. So, ways that we can love one another as fellow members of the household of God, encouraging each other, but then also ways that we can. On the other side, reach out to our neighbors and let them know that we love them as well and that we want to care for them as best we can. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I think we need to, to seek ways to love and serve sacrificially. We're all walking through the tension of how do we love and serve yet um, try to stay safe and healthy. And there's, you know, um, some answers to that one is just be wise and prudent Um Hopefully use some, if you're in uh, more, more high-risk situations, use PPE. and PPE stands for? Personal um, protection equipment. Yep, personal and protective. You just, just get the ending right. Uh, and um, just those are ways that you can you can think through that tension. Yeah. But the worst thing we can do is just hunker down and say, hey, I'm just going to, this is about me and myself and me and my own, and if we, we'll just watch the world burn and we'll survive. Um that's not the attitude of Christ or Christians. Christ came and um, he touched the leopard. He washed people's feet. 
Um, he loved and served well, and we're called to do that. We're, we're called to be wise in that as well. We don't need to go around thinking that, hey, I'm, I'm a Christian, so I can't contract the virus, or I've said a special prayer, and yeah. I have the faith, so I can't get it. That's not biblical. Um, but also just, yeah, prepare well. I mean, this, this does not include hoarding. It doesn't include um, you know, buying 5,000 rolls of toilet paper, but <laughs> have a little extra food. Have a little extra food to give away. Yeah. Have some canned food to give away. Water. Those kinds of things that you can love well. So, yeah. So this is uh, the episode on the church and COVID-19. Well, there's Hopefully more. Uh, it's been encouraging no, to no, you. No, no, no. Stop. And that's it. more. We're done. <laughs> um, so there are, I, I want to point out, there are like three common responses that I've been seeing. And if there are more that you've seen, then just let me know. But the, like, how are we going to do church? So you've already mentioned, like, we're going to try and send out a message. We're going to try and continue doing preaching and and let people um gather via zoom or google hangouts we also are we'll just send more content yes yeah. other sermons other articles things that yeah like so some are doing live streams some are doing a, a pre-recorded and they're sending that out but regardless like they're saying all right we're still going to provide you with at least a sermon and then community groups life groups small groups gather virtually via yes. zoom or google and um, so that's one response. Um, another response that I've seen is we we're not going to send out a sermon. We're not going to pre-record a sermon. We are we're not going to do a live stream. We're we're going to um, do our best to encourage one another during this time. But we hope that the absence of those things that you otherwise would get when we gather fuels your desire to gather again. And it, it almost like when Paul's talking about husbands and wives. Uh, not being intimate for a time um, to encourage sp- uh, their spirituality and to encourage their growth in Christ, but to come back again together. Um, almost using that as a parallel for like, hey, we are not gathered for a time, but let this fuel your desire to come back together and to to be faithful to the, the gathering and to enjoy the gathering um, and to appreciate it more than what you did maybe previously. And so that's one, that's another response. And then a uh, third one that it, um, heard people talk about is just just putting together a passage of scripture that maybe you would have preached through maybe that's a sermon series you're going through or maybe it's just like a study but passage of scripture with some pastoral commentary and then some questions to think through and then just sending that out to the the congregants saying hey here here's the text that i'd like to have us look at here's some points that i want us to see some applications and um, here's some questions to think through throughout the week. And you can take this, you can think through it with your family, or you can do it with your uh, community group, whatever it is. Um, but those are the three main responses that I've been seeing. Like, hey, we're still going to do a sermon or a live stream or pre-record, whatever it is, and we'll send that out, and then we'll meet virtually. The other one is no sermon, no live stream. Like, we want you to long for the gathering again. Um, you can still meet virtually with community groups, things like that. Um, and then the third one is we're not going to do a sermon, but we are going to send out the text and... Um, kind of have some talking points, some things in there that we would like to see you get out of the text, and then you can talk about it amongst your family, amongst, I mean, yourself, or with a community group. Those are the three that I'm seeing. Are you seeing any others? I'm seeing the first two. Like, let's gather via some kind of technology or, or some mean of communication or mode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, hey, let's, let's just not gather and... Um, we'll pray for each other. There'll be some commun- communication, but we're not going to be like producing a sermon or whatever. I haven't heard of anyone saying, "Hey, here's a passage. Here's a commentary on it." 
not like a commentary, not like, hey, here's the pillar some of New com- Testament. Some co- commentary. Just like the pastor providing his own right. yeah. commentary. Yep. I haven't heard it, anyone doing that, but I, I mean, I like it, but I haven't heard yeah. anyone doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Any others? Other responses? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, the, the most variation is with the first one. How like how are people using technology? Yeah. Some are just sending sermons. Some are sending audio. Some are doing the whole live stream, the whole band, and saying, hey, this is the church service, mm-hmm. all those different things. But it is an interesting time. It is um, really unique because we, in modern history, we've never had to go through this. I mean, yeah. there was the, the Spanish flu in the beginning of the 19th or 1900s, the 20th century, and that was somewhat similar. Um, uh, that's the most recent thing that has caused this much upheaval in the church gathering, in the Western culture, I should say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think the one thing, I mean, no other responses of the three that I've seen. Um, I think one thing we would, we would encourage you guys is just to, to use the good gift of technology. Mm-hmm that yeah. God has graciously given us at this time in history. But don't mistake that for right. the real thing. The right. real thing is an assembly. It's a gathering. It's a physical gathering in a particular place at a particular time. That's it's, the real thing. It's like mayonnaise and, and Miracle Whip. Yeah, don't don't, don't even mean, say that Miracle Whip yeah. is mayonnaise. Don't it be like, not. oh, man, I, mayonnaise is great. It's the real thing. Don't take Miracle Whip and say, oh, but I got Miracle Whip. Like... They're not even close. Yeah, don't hold up Miracle Whip and say, I got mayonnaise. You yeah. don't. Yeah, you don't. Let's be real clear. You do not. You do not. And everyone knows it. Yeah. So get that get that out of here. <laughs> For real. <laughs> also, Rob, I just, um, I want to send you a link here. Send it to, to me. Uh, it's a Business Insider article about how Zoom is better Ooh. Uh, than Google Hangout. Send it my way, baby. I just did. So hopefully that'll, that will... Uh, there it is. Give you some some ease. We compared Google Hangouts and Zoom to see which is better. For, you have to read it on the home. air. <laughs> on the, on the, I am there's, there's, very, there. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> yeah. there, so read this. It does say, I'll say this one thing about the, the article. Um, it says with, a, with an add-on, you can do up to 1,000 people with Zoom. Hot diggity. Yeah. Man. Mega churches. Do you see at the top here that, that Zoom paid them 400000 to write this article? <laughs> nope. They had to say You know that. why that? Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, I don't, you know, with everything going on, we might be producing more stuff, less stuff. I don't know. Hopefully, um, at least more. Um, yeah, probably at least more, unless we contract, contract the you virus. You guys are gonna be stuck in there, um, yeah, exactly. But we just want to encourage you and remind you of the value of the church, and even what the church is, that we're not getting confused about what we're labeling as the church gathering and not, but we are called to be the church. And um, as I was encouraging our people earlier this week, this is a very unique time in history, and we do not want to blow um, blow it. We don't want to look back and think, man, I, I acted out of fear or I was selfish. Yeah. Um, this is a unique time to respond, and we will be judged for it. And we need to do so with wisdom and prudence, but with uh, Christ-likeness. Yeah, that's that's a good word. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can do so via email at info at simpletheology.org. You can head over to our website, simpletheology.org. You can find plenty of ways in there to suggest a topic or to just contact us. You can also find old episodes there. You can find some merch. You can support us 
by going over to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. You'll get a free audiobook of uh, your choosing. And even if you, um, after your free month, you decide not to get a membership, you can keep that audiobook. And every time you go, we get a small kickback, which helps us do what we're doing and produce more content. So um, we would greatly appreciate that. You can also shoot us a call and leave a voicemail at 614-233-1098. And if you give us permission... When was the last time we got a call? I don't know. I haven't checked in in a while. I'm bad about this. Wow. Um, We have gotten some emails from from folks, so thank you for reaching out. No one's going to call now because I know you don't check it. (laughs) I'll check it. I'll check it here in a little bit. Um, Yeah, what else? You can reach us on social media. Mm, Do hashtag uh, Simple Theology Pod. I almost said hashtag social media. (laughs) Do do hashtag. (laughs) You'll get us there. (laughs) Simple Theology Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Simple Theology Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash simple theology. Am I missing anything? Um, I don't think so. You, cool. Did, did you tell them that you, they could just email us? Yeah, info at simpletheology.org. Yeah. Cool. Love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we, we really do. Seriously. How are you guys it, doing? We're, we're going to try to produce at least the current amount of content, but hopefully a little bit more. I don't know what that's going to look like, but hopefully a little bit more. So if you guys send us some topics to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we, we tend to figure these things out like shortly before we record, whether that's a couple days or... A couple years couple minutes <laughs> so uh send us some topics to talk about <laughs> because we're trying to cover more things now so stay healthy guys peace peace out peace out